You create your life with the stories you tell yourself. Want more fun, love, and money? Then write your new story and live into it. Louis DiBianco's podcast, Change Your Story, Change Your Life, shows you how to discover your empowering story. You'll meet many successful people who have created magnificent lives, even when the odds were stacked against them. Plus, you'll learn the secrets of great storytelling that can explode your business. And now, here is your host, Louis DiBianco. Do you have a flexible story about yourself? If you do, then you're not locked into one identity. You're open to playing many different roles in life, and there are many that will empower you. Or, do you have this kind of script going on in your head? A script that says, no, that's not me. I can't be that kind of person. I am dot, dot, dot. You fill in the blanks. You see, the problem with that second scenario is that often that kind of person is a person you would love to be. You just won't allow yourself to believe that you can. Hello, storytellers. Welcome to another episode of Change Your Story, Change Your Life. And I'm your host, Luis DiBianco. If you're a passionate storyteller, then you have a real love of books. Remember that our sponsor is Audible, and they're offering you, as a listener to this show, a download for free of any one of your favorite audio books. And they let you choose from over 180,000 titles. Just go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash story power. Share your excitement about this show with others. Let them know that they can hear this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and at the website changeyourstorypodcast.com. Of course, at the website, all of you have access to a free downloadable ebook that I've created just for you called Storytelling Secrets for a rich life in business, and it will definitely enhance the way you communicate in life, and it will definitely put more money into your business. You know, today's guest was on the show last week. This is a first for us, doing a part two. Now, his story was so awesome that we never got into all of it. So today he's back by popular demand. Now, as a short recap, he's a man who plays many roles, father, husband, boy scout leader, millionaire entrepreneur. He's the man who played a life-changing golf game with Michael Jordan that turned him into the good-looking stud that he is today. Now, I'm always excited and honored to rap with my friend and mentor, Lonnie Robinson. Lonnie, welcome to your story part two. Lewis, how are you? (laughs) I'm awesome, man. That's a a great introduction. I I tell you what, man, I wish that I wish I could afford to pay you. I plan to do a lot of speaking this year and and going forward in my career and public speaking, I should say. And I would love to have you introduce me, but I know I can't afford you. (laughs) Everything is negotiable, brother. That's right. Everything is negotiable. But thanks for that awesome introduction. I really appreciate it. It's, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you, you know, you, you've got the track record. I'm not making it up. I mean, like, I, I didn't have to invent that you played, you know, golf with Michael Jordan. Yes. And as a result, shaved your head and, you know, became, <laughs> became the stunning looking, good looking dude that you are today. You know? <laughs> you're, you're too kind. I believe I was 20. Four or five when that happened, maybe maybe a little younger than that. Wow! Uh, it, but that it, it was so many years ago. So I hope that I can live up to your good-looking description. <laughs> well, bro, let me ask you: Did you ever grow that hair back after? after- I, it grows back. Yeah, it, it grows back. I actually cut it. People think that I, I like lost my hair or something. I just I just continue to to cut it, uh, and it just you know it's just something that's kind of grown on me over the years. And I just feel comfortable with it. Plus, now it's just a part of branding because 
I, I could probably in maybe six to eight months grow an afro, a little afro. And who would recognize me? And, you know, it may mess up my brand. So in the, in the modern years, people have known me to have a, either a very, very low cut. In some pictures you'll see I have, like, you know, those little, little hair where it's just growing back and I haven't cut it. Or just totally bald. And I, I just would hate to mess up my brand. It's worked well, for me. I don't think you'd like it anyway. I think that you'd you'd probably discover that you like you know you look better and stronger with um, a shaved head, man. You yeah, know that's yes. that's the way it is. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> we, you know this is typical, and you know uh, uh, guys listening, whenever Lonnie and I rap, we do go on tangents. And I mean, if I don't rein myself in, we could be talking about shaved heads for the rest of this call and that was not the intention so <laughs> that's gonna, how it goes <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna pick up where we left off the question one of the questions i didn't ask you i don't believe i did last week was so how did you discover entrepreneurship and the internet marketing world great question and we did kind of touch on it i, I talked about uh, starting my clothing business and and basically that was a the way that happened was just being in the clothing business and, and having a passion for it, working for a very high-end clothing store and saying, hey, you know what? I can do this. I can do this myself. And, and really, I was making 10% commission and I said, hey, I'm sure I can make more money if I do this on my own. And then the clients that I had that were coming in into the into the retail shop itself, they, they would always, they would say, hey, look, if you, do you think you could be my personal clothier? Would you would you come to my home and and you know show me swatches and suits and shirts and and things of that nature and just help me coordinate my wardrobe? And then I said sure, and I started doing that a little bit and getting compensated for that. They would pay me for the consultation, and I'm I really got into that. So everything that I've done has been a result of I, I would say testing. And tweaking and 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 figuring those things out, and and I still believe that passion plays an important part of any business. Uh, in my cellular business, the way I got into the internet marketing world, as you know, is people kept asking me about website development and how to set up their email accounts and things like that. So as I started to educate myself on that, and then go out and and learn from other people, I grew a passion for it. And that's why I'm here now and Robinson Info Media was born. Yes, we did touch on some of that last week. We did. Mm -hmm. um, I'm glad that you recapped it, man. Um, but then, you know, as you know, the, the Internet marketing world is a is a big space. It can be overwhelming to people. And uh, very often people tiptoe into it and then they they get scared and they run away. You stayed with it and you turned it into success. And did, did we touch on, I don't think we did, the biggest challenges and obstacles that the actual internet marketing uh, space gave you at the beginning? Uh, no, we didn't. Uh, yeah, I'd love to hear about that and what you did to overcome them. Okay. Well, when I first got started, I was a renegade marketer. because, And, and I say that because I really thought that all you had to do was build a website, throw an offer on that site, and not only would people come running to that site, but they would come running with their credit cards in hand, and they would be ready to buy whatever offer I had put in front of them. Because I, 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 that was a derivative of my experience in the offline retail world of selling clothing where people would walk in. They would walk in with, okay, I want to buy a suit. I need a tuxedo. I'm getting married next week, and I need this, or I need a new tie. And, and instinctively, you already know that these people are definitely potential customers and they're coming into your store to buy. Same with the sailor industry. People didn't generally come into my sailor stores or one of my outlets to, to look around. They may have saw an ad somewhere, a national ad on TV or a newspaper or heard it on the radio, or they may have seen one of my ads and they came in with the intention of learning more with the intention to make a purchase. And I felt like, okay, I can get online and people are going to come running to, to buy whatever product or service that I had. I found out the hard way that that wasn't the case. And we all know that. So, and I was pretty hard-headed anyway. 
So after many attempts of just not believing that that's the way it was, uh, after many attempts of that, I realized that it was never going to work if I kept doing the same thing. You and I know that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. <laughs> <laughs> and being being someone who's very passionate about my business, it, it just didn't feel right to me. Uh, you know, while I was in that renegade era, I was noticing that many of my fellow business associates, people that started out the same time I did, and I had started to form relationships with through attending conferences or bumping into each other on the internet, uh, many of them were passing me by, and their business businesses were thriving while mine was at a standstill. So, yeah, so what I did instead of standing on my own way, I just began asking them, hey, how the heck are you getting the results that you're getting? I'm still over here struggling. We started out together. So what's happening? And, and Lewis, the, the answer that, that just really threw me off guard, I mean, I never saw this answer coming. The common answer amongst my peers was that they hired a coach to help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. So did you go ahead and do that? Yes, I did. Um, you know, I had hired coaches before, so I knew better. You know, and the crazy thing about that is hiring personal development and business coaches, that's, like I said, that's one of the things that served as a game changer for me in my offline journey. We talked about Cedric Penn, who, when I got into the sailor business, he was my general manager, and I just followed everything he did and everything that he told me to do, I would do it. So I I, I knew better. It was, it that was... My primary uh, reason for scaling my business to, to seven figures is having those coaches and those people to guide me along the way. And like I said, I realistically, I knew better and I knew the power of coaching and its impact and the results that you get, both from a personal perspective, um, when you're talking about family and uh, goal setting, and also professionally when you're talking about moving your business forward. Now, because of that experience, and, and I always share with my prospects and clients now that they need to have at least one expert in their life and, biz and, and business uh, to walk with them along the way. So I, I do practice what I preach, and it's helped me become a better business coach as well. So I did go out and get those coaches to, to move my business forward. And who, who would you say was the, uh, the most uh, the, let's say impactful one that really – uh, made a big difference in your your success online. It was actually my first coach. Uh, do you remember Corey Rudel? No, I don't. Corey Rudel had a business. He had, he had a the Internet Marketing Center, and and Corey was a guy who just believed in creating those relationships, and he believed in the follow up process. I mean, he taught me that it takes seven to ten times for a prospect to make a buying decision. And that was new to me because being in the offline retail world, it didn't take that many times. People would come in, uh, they may go to lunch, and, and then they come back and say, okay, I'm going to get this. Or they may never show up again. But at any rate, uh, online was a bit different. And he's, he taught me that. He says, hey, you can't just ask for the sale and leave. You've got to build a relationship because it's going to take it, – it, this is a different world. And at that time – 2004-2005 the internet was different um, you know it was different people were were just getting beginning to get comfortable with e-commerce and and you know using their credit cards online and, and buying from people that they didn't know or people that were on the other side of the planet so to speak so uh, Corey had that impact you know and unfortunately and this, this is kind of a difficult uh, difficult thing here to talk about is Corey, Corey passed away. Uh, he was killed in, a, in, a, in an accident. He was riding with a friend of his on a, they, they were driving a new Porsche and on a racetrack and they were testing out the car and they actually lost con control of the car and they were both killed mm. in that accident. But I tell you, his process was absolutely phenomenal his selling process and I get goosebumps every time I talk about this uh, and I've talked about this several times the power of having a solid business well you, can, you know can you share with with our listeners uh, the steps of that process and make it like you know baby simple for them sure um, the, the steps to his process was to to, to build a list 
<laughs> and you always hear the money's in the list and, and the money's in the relationship building process. So the first thing is you want to find an audience of people that are that that have have a problem and they need it to be solved. And then you want to go find that answer to that problem. You want to find that solution. And then next you want to create something that is going to help them move forward in the process of solving that problem. And you create that by you know doing research or marketing, setting up marketing pieces, setting up content. And you want to either give that content away, which I highly recommend in the beginning, and you want to continue that conversation after that, that content has been delivered. And, and, and what I was saying is Corey was excellent at that. He taught me how to do that. So much so that after Corey died, after he passed away, I continued to still receive his emails for about six months. Mm. So he was still making money after he passed away. And it was an eerie thing because he did it so well. He created an automated follow-up system so well that it was as though he was sending you a personal letter when you received his email. And, and you knew that I really, that's when it really hit me, the process of automation and, and following up and, and sharing that goodwill. Mm. Now, that was great what you just shared. And, and I I'm, I'm, wouldn't be surprised that many people who are still struggling have heard that idea before, but they might not really understand the, um, the specifics of it. And I'm talking like, especially at the beginning, you talk about, okay, you're going to find an audience of people who have a problem. So mm -hmm. if you were to tell somebody that's what you got to do, then how would you do that specifically? What would that look like if they were doing this online? Okay. If they were, you mean in the research part of it? That's right. So how do okay. I, so let's say I'm a total newbie and I say, okay, I want to find an audience that has a problem that I can help them solve. Where do I begin? Okay. So the thing is you want to connect with people. You want to, you want to talk with, you want to talk with experts. And that's the main thing. We talked about finding coaches. Now the important thing about having the right coach, you know, there are a lot of coaches out there. And some are good for you and some are bad for you. You've got people that are giving you misinformation, people that are focusing on, okay, I'm going to become a coach and, and I'm just going to go out and and create something that is going to to make me seem smart <laughs> and attract a, a group of people and, and sell them that experience. Okay, you don't want that's you don't want to find that type of coach. You want to find someone who's proven, who's been in the industry for a while, and most importantly, who's doing what it is that you want to do. Now, in doing what it is that you want to do, when when you find those coaches, you want to research them and find out who their audience is. You, you follow me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want to find out where their audience hangs out, and you also want to find out what marketing pieces, how are they communicating with their audience? What's the story they're telling them? And you want to, to, to really resonate with that story and create your own story. I, I don't believe in, in stealing. I do believe in copying legally. And what I mean by that is that there really truly is nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. A lot of the information that we all share, you can find. You can Google it and find it. But people don't have time for that. They want somebody that can that they can resonate with, somebody that they can connect with, that they feel a connection and feel that un, feel that they understand what it is that they're going through, what is it that they need, and how can and can they help them? And you create that story based on what your coaches are doing, based on who their audience is, and you go out and you find people that are that are looking for those things. That's a one wonderful approach. I'm really glad you shared that. Now, here's another scenario. Let's say uh, a woman is retired and uh, she's getting excited about going online. She knows nothing about it. And so she hears, you know what? She doesn't have a coach yet. And she's saying to herself, well, uh, I'm supposed to find an audience of people who have a problem. And she thinks, well, what kind of problem could I solve for them? And then it dawns on her. She says, you know what? I love 
pets. I love dogs. I've got three dogs. I know a lot about dogs. I care about animals. And I know there's a lot of animal lovers in the world. So mm -hmm. what would you be telling her to do? What would her first step be uh, barring the coach right now? Let, let's see. Okay. She doesn't do with a coach. She's going to start. Where does she go online to find the people who need her help? Okay. So she's got to she's got to fine tune you know the dog training let's 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 take dog uh, let's just take the dog niche uh, dog training let's let's break it down you have to break it down into into semi niches uh, uh smaller mini niches and that's where the money is you know you don't go and you don't say i'm the dog training expert you want to be the, the the person that teaches your that, that can effectively in seven steps teach a dog how to uh, let you know that he has to use, he or she has to use the bathroom. They, right. they need to go outside. So that is your focus. Now, once you do that, what you want to do is you want to go to the search engines. And, and this is the way I would do it starting out. I'd go to the search engines and I would type in forum uh, colon dog training. Okay. And what you're going to find from that search is you're going to find all the forums on dog training. So you go in, you join these forums, you, you find the forums that are the most active and you go in and you start to research and you start to engage and you start to answer the questions that you know. Okay, in the meantime, you're collecting that data uh, based on the questions people are having a hard time, the things that people are having a hard time with, you start to collect that data and then you dive deeper into more research. Okay, you can also do this now that Facebook is, is so huge. You can go into Facebook. So you can type in dog training uh, pages, fan pages. And you'll find a list of pages on dog training. And you want to join those, those pages and those groups that are the most active. And you want to continue to do research. You know, that's the, that's the thing. That's part of your business plan. And, and not having that business plan is one of the things that holds most entrepreneurs back. Mm. Uh, you, you know, they just, they, they should begin with the end in mind. They need to know why they're doing what they're doing. Uh, I always say that, let's talk about the dog training niche. You're, you want to you wanna teach dog training, but you just don't know how. Well, first of all, here's the first question that you should ask yourself. If I'm going to embark on this journey, is it something that I would, I would feel comfortable doing for the next 100 years. <laughs> and I know that sounds, I know it sounds, it sounds crazy, but th the thing is, is that if you can enjoy doing something, if you can realistically in your mind say that, Hey, I could do this forever. And we all have those things that we could do forever. You have swimmers who would say, I will swim as long as I can move my arms and legs. And if I don't have arms and legs, I'm going to learn how to you know, swim in the ocean some way. Mm -hmm. And that's something that they would be willing to do for the rest of their life. You know, entrepreneurship is a journey. It's, a, it's, it's an experience that can last you the rest of your life. It's like golf. If, if, you, if you're passionate about golf, you see golfers who, who are 90 years old that are still playing golf. And they love doing what they're doing. They're passionate about it. You've mm -hmm. got to feel that way about your business. And that's what I consider beginning with the with the end in mind, you know, you need to know that why, why are you doing what you're doing and, and quickly defining who your target audience is. And most importantly, you know, figuring out that business plan. And if you're not doing that, you, you're going to be like I was a renegade marketer. You're going to be bouncing around from here to this. Okay. I'm going to get in the dog training niche. Okay. Well, I went and I found one forum and nobody's responding to me. So now I'm going to get into the uh, cat niche. <laughs> and, you know, people start to jump around. And that's that's one of the things that holds them back from achieving their goals. Okay, that's great. So, so uh, play along with me here. Now, let's say this woman did go into the forum. She found a lot of people who were concerned about uh, the length of time it takes to get a, a dog trained so mm -hmm. that it'll wait to go outside and it won't mess up the house. And she really knows how to train animals so that, let's say, within the first day of owning that dog, that dog knows exactly that it's not supposed to poop inside. It's supposed to wait to go outside. She can help them with that. So now she has her audience. Mm -hmm. And 
what would be step two? What kind of thing would she do now to attract those people to her? She's already begun to engage with them in the forums, but mm -hmm. she wants to take it to the next level. What does she do? Hmm. She needs to create that content that defines that one thing, that, that really addresses that one thing. And if I were her, I would give that away. And, and the way you give that away is you create a, a, a place where they can access it, like a lead page or a capture page or squeeze page. There's so many names for that. Uh, a lead page. So she creates what's called a lead magnet, which is something that's going to attract to attract the prospects to that particular page where that lead magnet is better described. You know, for example, uh, in in this in this on this page, you're going to learn the the one thing that we've done to cut down the time it takes to teach your dog how to go to go outside. Uh, you're going to cut that down 50%. So huh. you're going to learn this in three days versus uh, six days or seven days. Right. And so you want to create that page and make it attractive. You know, and, and what I mean by attractive, people get this misconception that it's got to be beautiful and it doesn't have to be beautiful. I, I believe marketing, it's a good idea for it to be beautiful, but that's not, I've seen some ugly pages really convert really well. The reason why they convert is because you are providing a solution. And people don't care what they have to do to get to that solution if you have honed in on the right problem that they're having. And if you've done that correctly, they will do anything to, to get to that solution. Now, when they get to that page and they give you their information, we talked about beginning with the end in mind. You want to already have that follow-up in place. So they opt in and then they get an introduction. They get an introduction email from you telling them who you are and, and what you feel and, and, and how they can continue to get more information from you. So you're starting to build that relationship there. Okay. And you want to deliver what you promise. That's so important. Deliver what you promise and, and over deliver. Um, you know, our good mentor and friend, Evan Pagan, calls that moving the free line. Mm -hmm. And it's so important that you move that free line, meaning that you create awesome content that provides the answers to the questions, that provides the solutions to the problems of your audience, and you deliver it on a scale that others would charge so much money for. Now, when you can do that effectively, that's how you start to build your credibility. That's how you start to build your brand. And that's how you start to create that awareness that you are the authority. Okay. So for this lady we're talking about, would their first step be that when they put in their information, they get a detailed free report on mm -hmm. exactly how the three steps that are necessary to get, let's say, the dog to uh, behave and, and to do what, what they want him to, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, so now they get that report, they read it, they apply it, it works, they're excited, they're getting her follow-up emails. Now, how does she take that from having given them a free report to monetizing that online so that now they're in a, they're, they're, they desire and they're willing to buy something from her and give her money? So many different ways that you can do that. And I'm, I'm going to name maybe three or four ways. Okay, the, there is there is value in the follow up and being consistent with that with your message. Um, the first thing to do is to ask them. Okay, now that uh, you know, ask for their feedback. I'd like to get your feedback. How, what's working for you? Has this worked? That's a way to create testimonials. Okay, and that's going to draw in more people. So now on that squeeze page, you've got you've got Anne here who says, "Yeah, I, I bought Mary's course." And I'm sorry, I got Mary's report and. The results were incredible. I've never, I've never had this success before. Okay, so that's one way you keep people going into that, into that lead magnet and becoming a subscriber. That's the first way. Okay, the mm -hmm. second, the second way is to to ask them what else they they're looking for. What else do they want? You know, you survey them. You wanna you wanna open that conversation. One of the things that I do is when I share when I share an email. Um, at the bottom of that email, I always say, hey, I am a real person on the other end. And if you have any questions or, or, or 
have any other problems and you need help, if you have anything that you need, you can simply reply to this email. And you'll be amazed at how many people uh, reply. And what's even more more crazy that I I've found is just it just freaks me out is that they can't believe what just happened when I respond. When I respond, they're like, "Oh, you really do respond to email. <laughs> <laughs> you really do reply. This is not this is you're not a robot." And and it, it just amazes me. Um, that's kind of a sign of authority. Yeah. If if you think of it, it's a, it's it's when you look at it, it's a sign of authority because now they're saying, "Wow, this guy, he's smart." Uh, he or she is smart, and they're they're providing me with this tremendous value. And when I ask them a question, they really they come to my assistance and help me. They respond. They reply. So that's a good way to do that as well, and be consistent in doing so. And and in asking them what they want, you know, you're going to have people to give you those answers. Well, you know what? I I like the uh, the the dog training thing that you just taught me, but it would be awesome if I could get my dog to stop barking. Mm. And what you'll find and what I have found is that people think alike. If you ask, are there any questions? And you've probably been in this experience being a speaker yourself. You ask, are there any questions? And hardly anyone raises their hand. It could be an audience of 250 people. And then two people raise their hand. And I've seen this happen. Uh, I, I take the first hand I see and I, I answer that question. They ask the question and I see the other person's hand go down. Mm-hmm. And then I see other people in the audience kind of shake their head. So basically what I'm saying is if you've, if you've targeted the right audience, they're going to resonate with each other. They are of a common, it's a, it's a tribe. They are a common tribe, meaning uh, the person who wants a solution for uh, this problem, the next person is probably going to want that solution as well. Okay. So, so yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was. On, I'm. I'm gonna, I'll close this. Um, so once you once you get enough of that feedback, what you're going to see from that data is that there's a consistent thread of, uh, yeah, th- these are the same questions. These are the same common questions, and now you want to go out and create content. Now, when you've got people that are asking the same questions, um, here again, you've already established yourself as an expert to your audience because you, you, you solved their primary problem. That gives you the license to sell them something. I'm a firm believer in that. If you're in a marketplace where people are spending money, <laughs> that gives you a license to sell them something else. And if you can target what that something else is based on their feedback and their input, then you've got a winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you, man. So in this case, um, let's say you know Mary's created the the free report, and mm-hmm. she's finding out that people want a lot of people are also interested in how to get their dog to stop barking. She happens to know about that. So, for example, could she then create um, a course, let's say, with six videos? Mm-hmm. Where she's in, a, let's say, in her apartment with a dog who barks and actually take people through the steps and show them, look, at the beginning, this dog would not stop barking and this is what I do. And then at the end of the sixth video, this dog, as soon as she gives the dog a command, the dog is quiet and she could sell that. Right. That could be her Absolutely. her offer to them. Yes, I would pay for that. OK, cool. <laughs> now, isn't there another thing she could do? Mm-hmm. Let's say she goes, oh, my God, that's great. They want to know that, but I'm really not sure what I can create. Can't she then do some research and find really good products that already exist that people are buying that she can become an affiliate for and then offer that to her people? Absolutely. That was, that was, one, of the, <laughs> that was one of the steps that she could take. Mm-hmm. She, she could certainly do that, uh, and I the, the the affiliate affiliate marketing model is just so underused and so misused at the same time. Uh, it, it allows you the opportunity to to go out and find partners that you can partner with and provide the the content that's going to solve the problems of your audience. And a lot of people are afraid of that model because now you're introducing another expert 
who may be smarter than you <laughs> and uh, you may lose your audience to them. I think that's ridiculous. Uh, you know, I say that I, my wife is a prime example that she doesn't only shop in, in just one shoe store. She, <laughs> <laughs> you know, one shoe store doesn't take her away from the other. No, she supports, she supports the whole mall. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> now, while that may not have been a good, uh, <laughs> you know, example, what I can say is this, that if you introduce other people into your tribe and they can effectively uh, further that relationship, well, they can effectively answer those those questions and solve those problems, your tribe is going to look to you as the expert because yeah. They would have never or possibly never known that other expert had you not made the introduction. Mm -hmm. So now it further validates your resume that, hey, not only am I smart, but I know smart people. And together we're trying to help you. And I'm the nucleus that's bringing all of that together for you. Mm, I like that image. That's, that's great, man. Now, could you tell our listeners maybe just three places where they could find good, reputable affiliate products? Oh, great. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a few. Um, there's, there's ClickBank. There's uh, ClickBank.com. There's JVZoo.com. And if you're really serious about just having a finger on the pulse of what's going on in, in your niche, there's a place called Munchai. Uh, Munchai.com. I really like that. And what that does is it gives you a list and, and the dates of all the product launches that are coming out. Mm. I, I heard of, a, I think, another one, too. Wasn't there Commission Junction is another one? Commission Junction is a good one. Commission yeah. Junction uh, is a little bit more, uh, it's not quite laser focused. Um, oh, okay. You know, not for training, more for just... Uh, products if you just want to get a product or service uh, like if you want to get an email marketing service or you want to get a hosting service but when you're talking about fine-tuning niches specific niches and specific training that you need to learn how to do something or accomplish a goal or get your questions uh, answered uh, to learn a new craft then I recommend the others because you've got you've got experts there who are this is what they do every day and right, the commissions, exactly. Yeah, and the commissions are higher. Uh, if you go to jvzoo.com, you've got people paying anywhere from 40% commissions up to 100%. I've even seen 200% commissions, depending on the time of the product launch. Mm. Wow. This is fabulous. Now, um, to help people even more, let's say the person's listening to this, they go, this is fantastic. But they, they're still a bit intimidated when they think, well... You know, Lonnie told me I, I have to put up a, a page that, that's a lead capture page. I don't know how to do that. It's going to cost me a fortune. A lot of people might think that. Aren't there easy and not so expensive resources where they can get that? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Um, I can. I, well, you know, some of my go to tools is, well, first thing you want to do is you want to have a reliable list management service. Uh, because, as we know, your list serves as the lifeline to your business. Um, if I had to start all over right now from scratch, I would start out by hiring a coach and building a list. So that's I, I recommend you got to have a list management service. Um, you could use something like AWeber or GetResponse. Uh, when you get more into advanced marketing, you want to use something like ActiveCampaign. But for now, I like AWeber.com and GetResponse.com. Um, and that's where you can follow up. We, we talked about building those relationships. This is an automated system that will allow you to plug in your messages in advance. You remember we talked about Corey and how six months after his death, I'm still receiving his emails. Right. And so you, wanna, you can create that automated system where you build it once and, and it continues to work for you for as long as you want. Forever, if you choose. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we have to. We're building a business that we want to. We want to continue to 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 be passionate about for the next 100 years. So you need systems in place that are going to help you along the way. Uh, exactly. Next, yeah. So the next thing is having a lead capture page or a squeeze page, uh, offer page. 
they're called so many different things. Um, I like for automation. I like I like lead pages at leadpages.net. Um, if you're more technically savvy, you could use something like Optimize Press. But I like lead pages. I like ClickFunnels, ClickFunnels.com. I think those two they have templates that you can automatically plug in and just replace the text, and it basically virtually works for you. Mm -hmm. That's great. So people don't have to worry about, oh, my God, I'm going to need a fancy web design. It's going to cost me thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. No, They can actually have a page up in an hour's time, less than that. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's fantastic. That is just wonderful. Um, this is really, really rich. And I know that we could continue this one uh, for hours on end, but that's a lot for people to very, very definitely to get started with. So, you know, what would be the, the the biggest success or the first big success that you had from selling something online? One that really blew your mind that you went, wow, I never made that much money by doing something on the Internet. <laughs> I think, you know, I think coaching. I, I When I started, I created a couple of lead magnets on how to make money online. And it was just basically things that I did to to uh, just share what I had been learning from coaches. Um, I, my philosophy and my tagline for my company, Robinson Info Media, is learn, create, share. And I really follow that model because it just works. And, and I, I recommend that everybody follow that learn, create, share model. And here's how it works. You, you, you find people that, that, that know something or doing something that you want to do. And you want to connect with them. And you want to learn from them. That's the learn. And you want to be the best student that you you possibly can. You want to be the best student, meaning you, you want to. You remember I said last in our last segment that I always said at the front of the classroom. Right. <laughs> and and the thing is that you want to be that student. If you're really serious about what you're doing, you want to learn everything you can. And the way to do that is just to stay honed in and focused on that person that's teaching you the things that you need to know. It's so important, so vital to do that. So as, in learning that, you want to take notes. Um, and then based on those notes, it doesn't stop there. You want to create. So that's the second part of the model is the creation. You want to create something. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be done. And uh, our friend Mario Brown says, um, you want to take massive imperfect action. Mm -hmm. You wait for things to get perfect, and, and you'll never come out of the starting gate because you'll be your your worst your world's biggest critic and you'll get in your own way so like i used to do standing in my own way and and you want to you want to create something and you want to put it out there it, it doesn't have to be big it just has to answer that question based on what you've been taught um and that's the share part so you want to share that with the world and you can do that two ways by offering free content and by selling it. So learn, create, share. That's that's my that is that's the that's the formula that I teach every one of my students. That that's a great formula. Now with that, what would did you have like one day when suddenly for the first time you had a massive payday online and it just kind of rocked you? You go, Oh my God. Oh. I I can't <laughs> believe I made that much in one day. This is a yeah, this is a funny story. Um, we, 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 I got to go back to one of my, one of my favorite mentors, Mr. Edmund Pagan, uh -huh. um, in the learn, create, share phase. I, I learned a lot from, from him and learned a lot from Corey and, and our good friend, Mike Fulsane taught me a lot of things. And I basically created content and, and was building a list. Basically back then I didn't have a lead magnet. I had just joined my newsletter and I'm going to share everything that I know about how to make money online. Everything that I'm learning. I've got coaches. I've hired coaches. Uh, let me spend the money and let me teach you what I know. So that was the that was my squeeze page. And, and people were opting in. Uh, a lot of people were opting in because they wanted to know how they could build a solid information marketing business. And, uh, you know, I just said, hey, look, I'm spending money. I'm hiring coaches and I'm learning this. I'm going to create amazing content for you and the way to get this content is you got to get on my newsletter so i built my list that way 
And then the next thing, uh, well, I created some ebooks and things that didn't really sell well. I, I started to follow the affiliate marketing model because I saw how profitable it was for, for my friends. So I've started promoting uh, Evan Pagan's products because he was one of my coaches and, and he was answering the questions and providing the solutions to my problems as a consumer. And I started promoting to that list, hey, you know, we talk about list building, we talk about creating great information products. I want to introduce you to my, my coach, Evan Pagan. He has this great product, uh, Guru Bootcamp. And you may be familiar with that product. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, so I started pitching that product. And the product sold, I believe, for $2,000. And I got a 40% commission off of that. So, uh, you know, it's like, what, $800 um, that I would make. Anyway, I remember making three sales. So I was so excited because in 30 days after the launch, I was going to, I was going to make $2,400. <laughs> that was awesome. Right? So I got my, I got my, finally got my check in the mail and I was so excited about it. But I tell you what, when I opened my check, I was, I was afraid. <laughs> and here's what happened. I picked up the phone and I called his assistant, well, his, his marketing manager, I think, Megan, Megan Laura. I called her. I said, hey, Megan, it's Lonnie Robinson. Um, and she said, hey, Lonnie, how's it going? I said, great. I, wanted, I have a concern here. And she said, what's wrong? I said, I think you guys made a big mistake with my check. And I don't want to put it in the bank. I don't want to deposit it without calling you. And she said, what's the problem? I said, well, it's too much. It's more money than, than I expected. And she said, well, let me take a look. And she looked at that, looked at my check, uh, looked at uh, her records. And she says, no, it's, it's right. It's right. The check was, I believe, over $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm expecting $2,400, which is, I would call a very good payday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe this check was like $10,300 or something. And she said, no, that's right. And I said, Megan, I don't know. It's a computer error. I just don't want to, I don't want to cash this check. And then, you know, next week you call me and say, oh, we made a mistake. You, <laughs> you, it was $8,000. And I said, I just really don't want to go through the process. So can you double check? And she said, all right, I'll, I'll call you back. <laughs> So I'm looking at this check and I'm going, wow, it'd be great to have this check. Finally, I'm making money online, real money online. And it would be awesome. I was excited about the 2400 I consider that real money as well. Um, so she called me back and she says, nope, we, everything is checked out. And I said, how can that be? I said, because I'm looking at my report and um, I, I, I'm supposed to get, I think it was $2,400 or something. I said, I, I think that's what I'm supposed to get. She said, well, we have a back-end program. It's a platinum protege program. And basically, it's coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching, and they're able to attend the event, and it's like several thousand dollars. I can't remember what it was. And she said, you, you sold a few of those. <laughs> and I said, I didn't offer it. Didn't, I didn't even know about that. She said, well, that's kind of an upsell. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Something that we do, and I, we follow up. And that's when I learned the power of the follow-up of continuing to keep that relationship going and, and, and communicating and staying connected to your audience. Um, they stayed connected to the people that I sent to them and sold them more and gave me credit for it because of the referral. Mm -hmm. Now that is fabulous. I'm so glad <laughs> you shared that. I want people who are listening to this who maybe have never really ventured into the uh, internet marketing world, but they're tempted to to really get what Lonnie just shared, okay? He made that $10,000 not on a product that he created. It was, these were products that Eben Pagan created. Eben Pagan provided all of the sales uh, and promotional material to entice people to buy them. And what Lonnie did is he referred people to Eben Pagan's stuff as an affiliate and he got that one payday of ten thousand dollars now yeah 
that would uh, make me lose sleep that night too. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's a wonderful, wonderful story, man. Thanks a lot for sharing it. You're welcome. So, if, yeah, if, you, if you follow the process, it can work for you, and, and you know you can't expect it to happen overnight because it is a process. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I get that. Now, you know, here's here's something that's interesting to me that some people might be confused. Um, would you say how important is formal education to success in internet marketing? That is probably one of the most controversial. <laughs> One of the most controversial uh, topics that I've I've been a part of is that fellow business owners that I know that have that have the rags of riches story that have no formal education um, they they say hey look as long as you're making money you really don't need that formal education um, I think that if you can't get that formal education the traditional education of going to college and and, and, and getting, uh, you know, getting a degree or pursuing a degree, um, I, I feel like that's, that's very vital. But if you can't get that, I think that you really need to be a big student of your craft. Uh, you really, you know, you can get education by following the right mentors. And, and you got to treat this like going to school. You got to make this a part of your life and a part of your uh, experience. Um, I think that is so vital. Uh, I, I I just I do in order to in, as as Steve Jobs says, and I'll probably paraphrase this, but in basically what he says in order to do great work is that um, you've got to be truly satisfied and kind of know what you're doing and and know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, he said Steve Jobs said uh, your work is going to fill a large part of your life, and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. Mm -hmm. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. And if you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. And as with all matters of the heart, you'll know it when you find it. And I'm a big believer in that, you know, but you have to become the architect of your path as an entrepreneur. And passion should be the main ingredient. But I think education and getting that knowledge so that you can implement the things that you learned effectively is key. It's paramount. Lewis, we got a lot of smart consumers out there. Uh, there was a time in, in history when, and I'll use car business as an example, there was a time in history when you walked into the car dealership and you fell prey to whatever they said was the best deal they can offer. Now with the advancement of technology and the advancement of research on the internet, you can actually go and go in some websites and find the actual invoice, which shows everything that they paid and what their holdback is, the money that they try to hold back from you so that they can guarantee a profit and find out what they paid for the car and what their retail is, mm -hmm. what the average price. And, and I say that to say that, you know, your, your audience is smart they already have pieces of the puzzle. They're just looking for those one or two pieces to complete the puzzle. And if you mess around with this and pretend to know things that you don't, they're going to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And you've got to follow the path of people that have proven and have proven results as coaches. That's why I keep going back to coaching. It's so important to find the right coaches that can teach you. And it's so important that not only that they teach you the right things, but that you take action on what you've learned and implement it. Mm, I love that. Now, uh, I'm going to play devil's advocate for one moment okay. here because I can, because, um, well, you, had, you made a comment before that you said, well, you do think that if a person can get the formal education, that it's vital. Now, I have a formal education. Mm-hmm. But I want to challenge, like, I want, I want to know from you why it's vital for a person to come into the IM world to also have the formal education from, let's say, a university. Because of the experience not and the process. Uh, the process. And, and you know, I, I have friends, I have good friends. My good friend Omar Martin positions this perfectly. When he talks about the process of delivering content 
Mm-hmm. It should be the process of teaching someone something step by step. Okay. And I make that correlation with university. You walk in the university as a freshman, right? You can't go to class the first day of class as a freshman and say, wow, this was so easy. I got this. Okay. And you go to the dean's office and you say, I'm ready to be a junior now. You just, you can't do that. There's a process. And I think that if you go through that process, the step-by-step process, what you will find is that if you've done this right and you really paid attention, and this is the first thing, if you've done this right and and really paid attention, that's going to be your style. I believe in step one, step two, step three, step four. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can't jump over step two. Right. You've got to graduate to that. You've got to advance to that. You've got to be ready. You've got to be qualified. And, And Omar always says that. He describes that when people say, hey, you know, I've been through module one of your coaching course and now I'm ready for module four. And he's like, you can't do that. Because once you get to module four, what you're going to realize is that you're going to need to reference module two, three, and maybe even module one again in order to advance to module five or even complete module four. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's, a, it's a process. It, it is a process. And that's why you have to take this business serious. You know, like uh, it's, it's going to take time. Steve Jobs says it's going to fill a large part of your life. That is a good answer. Thank you very much. Now, I want to jump to this. Uh, where do you want to be in five years from now? Uh, I do have a plan. I mean, I have a plan. I, and, and my plan is, is, is not only personal, but it's, it's also, and, I, and I, take, I take my clients personally as well. I really, I, <laughs> you know, sometimes I have to think about this. How, how committed am I to the clients, my clients' success. How committed am I? Because I feel I have a responsibility to them. For someone to take the time out to recognize who you are as their authority, as their go-to figure, you must have that responsibility to help them uh, and to see them through to their goals if they're not standing in their own way. If they're not standing in their own way, because yeah, I got this saying, you've heard this saying before, uh, you can, what is it, how you can take a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Right. I believe you can if you find a thirsty horse and lead him. <laughs> <laughs> but I still I would like, we only have a couple of minutes left. If you okay. Can okay. Okay. Summarize for me quickly, specifically where you see yourself Five okay. years from now, in business and in life. Okay. Five years from now, I want to reflect and know that I've changed the lives of, you know, so many people, people that have crossed my path. I want to know that I've made a difference in, in their lives. And I hope that I want to be able to see that they have made a dramatic impact on the world. And mm-hmm. I, that's part of my life. Um, five years from now, I, I hope to be doing what I'm doing and hope to do it on a bigger scale. And what I mean by bigger scale is that I'm able to reach more people and mm. provide more value. And, and I will because I, my learn, create, share process, I'll continue to be a student and, until I can no longer do so. Um, and, and, you know, when you think of it that way, the money becomes secondary. And they say if you, if you chase money, it will continue to elude you. Uh, so I'm going to do the things that is going to attract money and attract health and wealth. That's a beautiful answer, man, and I totally agree. Uh, it's 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 the it's the posture to have. Now, how can people contact you if they're uh, if they'd like to uh, you know take advantage of what you have to offer? Yes, um, you can reach me at LonnieRobinson.com. Uh, we're creating a site. You 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 really uh, I really in this conversation, I was thinking about what I could provide that would be of a really of high value for the people that are listening to your show. So if they go to LonnieRobinson.com, we're going to create a page that uh, we're going to call LonnieRobinson.com forward slash story. And that will give them access to a, a presentation that I did where I, I go over the everything we discussed today in greater detail. Wow. Okay, guys, you hear that? LonnieRobinson.com forward slash story. 
to take advantage of this man's wealth of information that he will give you for free. Lonnie, thank you again for offering so much value. My friend, it is always wonderful hanging out with you and learning from you. Storytellers, thank you for receiving the gems that Lonnie Robinson has just given you. Maybe they will inspire you to discover your own hidden gifts, ideas that have been latent in you that you can develop into courses, products, training that you can sell online that will enrich the lives of other people and help you to create more wealth for you and the ones that you love. You can start this process by asking, how can I change my story and change my life? Tune in to the next episode of Louis DiBianco's podcast. Become unstoppable as you learn to change your story, change your life.